would you rather go to Oxford or Cambridge? Okay, not necessarily as a student. How about as a tourist? But the big question is, which of the great university towns in England is the best use of your time when touring? They're both doable as a day trip from London. And the towns that house these prestigious universities each have a special appeal, a unique appeal of its own. To help us decide between the sites of Cambridge and Oxford, we're joined now by Tom Hooper and Gillian Chadwick. Welcome. Thanks for inviting us. So when you think about Cambridge and Oxford, they're, without any doubt, great universities. Mm-hmm. How are their reputations among the English people? What do people think when they think Oxford? What do they think when they think Cambridge? Oh, we all know they're great rivals. Yes. They dislike each other intensely and want to beat each other at all the sporting activities. Especially rowing. Especially rowing, yes. Now, if you were a person of means and you had a smart child and you wanted them to go to the best university in the country, which would you choose, Gillian? Oxford. Why? Oh. <laughs> reputation? Just a, reputation. Just a general feeling about I think reputation? It, I think I if think... I wanted my child to be a scientist, I'd probably send them to Cambridge mm-hmm. because it has a better scientific reputation. Vocational scientific. But if you wanted your child to be... A philosopher or... Maybe just really um, appealing to uh, a potential mate, where would you have the better reputation? <laughs> <laughs> I can't answer that. How about you, Tom? I think you would find a potential excellent mate at both. Yes, exactly. I bet you can't do much better, <laughs> right? <laughs> where, would I, you, where would you want your child to go? I personally, but this is utterly personal, I would go to Cambridge. Cambridge, why? Yeah. That is because in my youth in the 17th century, I spent a summer at Cambridge and I grew to much like the almost slightly village feel to it. That was my impression about Cambridge. It does have more of a village feel where Oxford is more urban. Mm. Oxford is more strolling. But they both have this interesting, I think uniquely English, mix of town and gown. Yes, Gillian, what does that mean, the mix of town and gown? Well, the gown represents the university, the town, obviously the town. And like there's uh, rivalry between Oxford and Cambridge, there's always been rivalry between the town and the gown. And you don't have a campus intact like we're used to here in the United States. You have 20 or 30 different colleges scattered throughout the town. It is the collegiate basis, and they both have similar architecture, similar approach to things, and they're almost interchangeable in terms of visitors getting what they want out of them. That's right, and the town has grown around the college. So when you wander down the main shopping street in Oxford or Cambridge, it's mm. pretty clear that this is a university town. Oh, yes, yes. unmistakable. Yes. And the students all have bicycles because you can't drive in those little narrow streets, and they're not allowed to have cars, actually, are they? And what does that do for the, the scene after dinner in the pubs and so on? Uh, makes it very wobbly. <laughs> wobbly. <laughs> so during the school year, during the school season, there's a lot of people out being wobbly. Yes. I think there's a wobbliness, yeah, which is a tradition at both, probably. A fair amount of wobbliness. <laughs> in now, both. does this character change depending on if school's in session or not? No, no all year so. long it's going no. to be wobbly. So there's a lot of students, you a lot of know. fun You've in the pub. You should know. You've been a student. There's a lot of action going on. <laughs> have, you in not, Oxford have you not been wobbly? <laughs> I'll leave the questions to me, sir. <laughs> when we're talking about these uh, English colleges, there's sort of a, a consistent design. 
Jillian, can you talk about the main elements of a college when yes. you're going to visit? Yeah, they're based on monasteries, basically, because that was the origin of the colleges. 800 years ago or something, they were started by religious orders. That's right, To yes. educate the elites who happened to be associated with the church. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you have a quadrangle, which uh-huh. is the living accommodation. Right. Now they all have individual study bedrooms, but right. they would have had dormitories originally. So the quadrangle is the square where things come together. That's right. And then there's a gatehouse with a warden that keeps an eye on who's coming in and going out. I would imagine they had a curfew in the old days. Absolutely. And they're they're all walled, of course. Yes. So like an old convent or monastery walled. Yep. And they've all got a dining hall, a library and a chapel. A Harry Potter-esque dining hall. Absolutely. Every time I think of a college there. Indeed, I think that is partly Christchurch, Oxford, isn't it? Yes. Is that right? Yeah. It's yes. in Oxford, Christchurch. Yeah. Filmed there, yeah. yeah. And they've got dormitories, they've got spectacular libraries, mm. and churches with some great art. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yes. When it comes to seeing these towns, whether it's Oxford or Cambridge, the tourist office offers these marvelous guided walks. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, if somebody has the luxury of their own private guide or is taking a tour, that's wonderful. But if you're just coming in independently... You could check in with the tourist office, and you'll get a two-hour walk visiting several colleges. Yep. Tom, what might you experience on one of these walks? I think the key thing with that is you are probably going to see parts of colleges you wouldn't see if you were an independent visitor. They often have arrangement with colleges. Mm -hmm. And you'll get a flavor not just of the history, the architecture, the art, but also how life is at the college. With a guide explaining guide things. Explaining so you could actually, things. with yeah. your small group, accompanied by your guide, go into the dormitories, go into the church, go into the dining hall. Or w- whatever it is they've arranged. And then, of course, you can supplement that with your individual visits to King's College Cambridge or a bit of punting. Now, that um, is interesting, the punting. And that's one reason why I like to go to Cambridge is because they have the backs, right? They do. What, explain the back. Yeah, the behind the main group of colleges, which King's is quite dominant, King's College King's in Cambridge. College, Cambridge, which is famous in the world for carols at Christmas. Mm-hmm. There's a river cam, which is sufficiently shallow that you can punt down it. Punt? What is that? And that is you have this long boat where you stand on the end with a stick called a punt and use the stick to put into the riverbed to push yourself along. So this little canal or riverbed is just three feet deep or something, and you've got the stick and you've got your girlfriend in the punt. Which who you're desperately trying to impress. And the the boat is flat bottom with no keel. And you're gently drinking wine in the summer. And if I was doing it, I'd be going 360 degrees round and around. That is what some people... Mm. Actually, it's not so easy to do that. No, they do fall in. The very easy thing is to not know the river very well, and there are bits that are muddy. So you get the pole in the mud, and you then have a choice... The boat will move off with or without you. <laughs> mm. So you <laughs> leave the pole or, or leave, leave the, the boat. boat. Alternatively, you could get one of their college students yes. to. Now that would that make is, sense. Yeah, and they do a guided tour as well. So and that would be very graceful and mm. romantic and, and intimate. It's not showing off so much to whoever you're with, mm. but it's more romantic, it's, probably. It's more romantic and less risky. Yes. Although anybody with half an adventurous spirit can rent one of these uh, boats yes. and pull around. And I've tried it several times, and it's and really that, it's hard to steer a straight course. Mm. For those who can't, there's a path which runs along the side, and you get these spectacular views of one college after another. It is delightful, it the is, backs of Cambridge. Mm. So can we agree that maybe Oxford might be the choice for your child for an education, but for a tourist... Cambridge is probably the easier, more idyllic, small town, cozy town to visit? Yeah, it's more tourist friendly. It's more compact. 
Yes. Tom, are you okay with that? Are we I, I, I'm okay. I'm very much like Oxford. Yeah. But Oxford is bigger. And I, 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 I always feel as if I need rather more time in Oxford, mm. probably, whereas things in Cambridge are more compact. And somehow I feel as if I get more of the Oxbridge, which are the two together, experience by visiting Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Sounds yeah. strange, but that's... Well, Cambridge has... They both have the beautiful colleges yes. with the quadrangles and so on. They okay. both have a charm, an impressive English town. In Cambridge, you've got the Fitzwilliam Museum, which is excellent. Yeah. You've got all the park-like atmosphere yes. along the canal or the river, an opportunity to punt on the cam. And you've got the Wren Library, Trinity College, yeah. a lot of very yeah, famous places. And the chapels are seriously wonderful. Trinity's mm-hmm. Queen's has the most stunning chapel as yeah. English people, when you think about Oxford and Cambridge, I would imagine there's lots of famous alums. Mm. When you think of Oxford, what are some famous alumni that come to mind? Well, Lewis Carroll, for example, was a professor at Christchurch, and he was inspired there for writing Alice in Wonderland. Bill Clinton was a yeah, Rhodes Scholar. At Oxford. Tol- at Oxford. Tolkien is another household Tolkin, name for Oxford. Yeah. And when we think Cambridge... Isaac Newton is by far the most famous scientist Isaac Newton. in history. Charles Darwin. Darwin. Darwin, yeah. yeah. Which, one, which school did Prince, Prince Charles went to, Prince to Cambridge? Royalty go to Cambridge. Oh, royalty go to Cambridge, mm. all right. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We've been talking about England's great university towns, Oxford and Cambridge. We've been joined by Gillian Chadwick and Tom Hooper. Gillian, as we consider going to Cambridge or Oxford, How would you reach either of these places from London by public transportation? Very easily. Uh, They're both one hour's journey by train. The stations are not close to the centre, purposely built that way because the authorities didn't want students being corrupted in London. Oh, to make London, the temptations of London a little bit farther away. Tom, give me one example of how you can enjoy the culture in Cambridge. Cambridge came out of Oxford came out of Oxford. It's a splinter of Oxford. Mm. The story is that in the 13th century, issues in Oxford leading to riots led some students to flee Oxford, and they eventually settled on this quite boggy area, Cambridge. So Cambridge is like 700 years old and Oxford is 800 years old. Okay. And of course, it then starts building and continues to build, and one of the great masterpieces comes when they build King's College Chapel, which has the most extraordinary fan-vaulted ceiling, mm-hmm. one of the great glories of architecture in England. And there is little to beat going to Cambridge, going to King's late afternoon, and then going to the chapel there and sitting while you take in the even song, which is the main service of the day. And there you are with the sublime singing of the choir, which is world-famous. And then you have this architecture around you, and it's as if you have been transported back. With the low light of the setting sun, if that's the case that day, streaming through these precious Gothic windows. Followed by that romantic punt on the river camp. That sounds delightful. Tom Hooper, Gillian Chadwick, thank you so much for joining us for this discussion about Oxford and Cambridge. Thank you very much. Thank you. Rick Steves has spent a third of his adult life in Europe researching and writing guidebooks. His classic, Europe Through the Back Door, teaches the skills of smart travel. At Rick Steves' online travel store, you'll also find guidebooks for London, England, Great Britain, Scotland and Ireland. To learn more about Rick's guidebooks for this region and beyond, visit the travel store at ricksteves.com.